Hello, watchers. I'm Katie Saresset. And I'm Kelly Appel. And we're watching out loud. Welcome back to another mini-sode. Yeah, number two. Hope you guys liked number one. We liked it. We liked it. That's what's <laughs> we important. We enjoyed it a lot as yeah. we listened to it. Yeah, because we don't have to research anything. <laughs> no, it was fun. I yeah. had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, give it us... And we'd love to hear your feedback. Yeah, for sure. In moderation. Yeah. Like... <laughs> we're like wait do we want to hear do feedback? we want your feedback <laughs> just you know consider your feedback and think if this is something that i think will be helpful then give it to us is it a message you'd be okay with your mother seeing yeah okay then you can share that that's feedback. that's the feedback that's the gauge <laughs> so it looks like we're we're sticking to a brand right now <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sticking with the uh, the maya erskine <laughs> trend of it all yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly her renaissance which is like right now we're living in it yeah we're absolutely living in it so we're going back to not necessarily her origins but i think where when she really kind of blew up mm-hmm. was with pen, pen 15 the mm-hmm. hulu original um which i think is one of both of our favorite comedies oh yeah, yeah definitely i love that show so much i've rewatched it so many times it's like a comfort show at this yeah, point I've definitely rewatched it at least twice at this point yeah i know like it's so funny because it's like such mixed reviews. I've I know some people that like that if they enjoy it, they fucking love it, and then the people that don't like it really don't like it. How can you not like it? Uh, I what, think what's the compl- I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying to know what a complaint. So the is. thing is, is that like it's a cringe comedy through and through. Yeah, and I would say it's probably one of like the best at being a cringe comedy because mm-hmm. like Curb is a cringe comedy, like Curb Your Enthusiasm stuff like that, but not like like that has like discomfort. Like this show has like some real like, like painful painful moments because <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, they're so relatably cringy yeah and i so i think that that's a level of it but then i think another issue that some people have is that the two main characters maya and anna are like 30 year old women playing their the preteen or like the teen version of themselves and everyone else is an actual like junior higher Mm -hmm. and i think some people just find that uncomfortable and i'm like but they don't they don't actually do anything with the kids grow up that's what makes it so fucking funny exactly i'm like that's what's hilarious like i don't know i don't know yeah no because i read that that wasn't even the plan was i think originally the plan was they were going to have 13 year olds play themselves and then they just I read that they just like tried it out and then everyone really liked it. And it is really it's funny. so funny. And they are very conscientious of how it's like yeah. weird. Yeah. So like all the scenes where there is like kissing. Yeah. It's clearly a, an adult man yeah. that they're kissing. Like he'll have like stubble and yeah. stuff. Like they make it very clear that clear. it's not a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. Mm, I mean, it's I think it's what makes it even funnier because it's like. They'll, like, you know, be swooning over Alex or whatever, and then it'll mm-hmm. pan to, like, the kid, and it's, like, this fucking skinny-ass little, little ugly little 13-year-old boy, and you're just, like, oh, my <laughs> God, like, this is what we were yeah, fawning we over? Yeah, we really felt like that back then. And it's, it's actually funny, because I was fact-checking myself to make sure 
in the SLC episode where I said that guy's name was DJ. I needed to fact check myself because we know how I am. <laughs> and it was DJ. Nice. It was spelled even worse. It was like DJ. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. I know. Um, but it was funny because I was like looking through it and I was like, oh my God, everyone's so ugly. Yeah. And I was like, I can't believe like I cried tears about oh some my God. of these people. <laughs> I, I think that was the thing that I wanted to like bring up when we talk about this episode. Because there's obviously like good stuff to talk about in, in the episode. But I think talking about how it relates to like our own personal experiences is kind of like the beauty of the show. Yeah. Because I mean, for me, the... Because the seasons, it starts in 2000 and they're in seventh grade or eight. Mm -hmm. I started sixth grade in 2000. So I like literally (laughs) was. You really relate to it. it, Yes. I feel (laughs) this show to my core. (laughs) Exactly. And being like a weird girl. Yeah. 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 I think that like, so I'm what, five years younger. So I think I was, it was like 2006 when I started seventh grade. Mm -hmm. So the cringe was still there. It just looked very different. <laughs> different yeah. But but I think that like a lot of the like there there's definitely a lot of similarities, but I think that like the specifically like 2000 like Y2K things about this show, I'm still I can still relate to just because like I was you know, in elementary school, but mm-hmm. those little like tiny pieces of hair out the of the, strands. the slut strands. Yeah, we all had them. I like wanted them because I was like that's what cool girls look like I gotta have it (laughs) we weren't cool (laughs) but to an elementary school student valid very cool oh yeah I mean like I'm I mean this was the era of like when spiky blonde tips were like the in like puka shells the rage and I like I very vividly remember like starting like seventh grade and like every boy had frosted tips Mm -hmm. and like a Hawaiian shirt and puka shell and it was like Woo wee! <laughs> Travis like, is looking real cute. This is hot. He's giving. I think it was like so for me in elementary school. There was like still like a few boys would have like the frosted tips and the puka shells and like all that sort of They're, stuff. They had a like, cool older trying, sibling, yeah, trying to look cool and all that sort of stuff. And those were the guys that everyone had a crush on. But you know, that's it's just classic. So uh, the show Pen15, just to give a little of the Wikipedia backstory about (laughs) it. So Hulu original American comedy created by Maya Erskine, Anna Conkle, and Sam Zwiebelman. That's my guess at that last name. If you, just just quick disclaimer, we're doing our best. (laughs) This is a Wikipedia episode. We're not looking up pronunciation. Show us grace with all names. Even if we have time to to Google it and listen in advance, just give us grace because last names are a mess. (laughs) Exactly. And I think another like notable executive producer on the show is Andy Samberg. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, So he's, I think like Lonely Island is one of the like production companies listed at the end in the ending credits. I love Lonely Island. Yeah. So it's, it's got some, some clout to it with that uh so there's three seasons and no there's only two there's only two. Oh, the they second season was a parts. two-parter yeah. that's right because of the pandemic, pandemic yeah that's right pandemic. okay so there's only two seasons technically but it felt like three um <laughs> But so it's described as, quote, middle school as it really happened. So 
They play versions of themselves as 13-year-old social outcasts in the year 2000, surrounded by actual 13-year-olds, where the best day of your life can turn into your worst with the stroke of a gel pen. (laughs) Thanks, Wikipedia. (laughs) And obviously, the name of the show takes its name from, like, the school prank where you have someone write the word pen 15 and it looks like penis. So that just kind of, like... I don't remember that being a prank. That's what Wikipedia calls it. But I I don't remember it being a prank. You just, like someone would just write it on your hand and it's like haha you're in the pen 15 club i think another like it kind of reminds me of like the spell i cup it's like mm-hmm. icup so i think it's like people if they're like spell pen 15 you spell penis so i think it's like that kind of spell pig backwards prank. and then say funny p- colors gip funny colors <laughs> I, was like, I was like this is too much that you're asking me to say my brain a minute to process that was like from fourth grade that's the yeah. way that's 90s yeah, yeah yeah that's way back but yeah i mean we had cootie shots for sure too and i definitely remember mm-hmm. being a member of pen 15 club against yeah. my wall i think we all were if you were cool you were part of the pen 15 club i feel like yeah i remember those bracelets which ones that they would there's like, so many would bracelets la- you would layer the bracelets you'd like link them oh yeah 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 yeah, I heard, like I remember the, uh, when those were cool when I was in high school. There was like a thing that like the person that broke it was supposed to take your virginity. Like, what the fuck? Ew! Teenagers are so stupid. <laughs> Teenagers are unwell. Yeah, they're and they they need to be given a, quite a bit of grace because they are unwell. That's true. <laughs> they're psychopaths. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that undeveloped brain. So today we are covering episode seven of season one. The episode is titled "Aim." Uh, so Anna and Maya create AIM accounts and Maya ventures into a singles chat room. What is it called? Like hot Franklin County. Hot people of Franklin hot County. Hot people of Franklin <laughs> Um, and she starts up a flirtatious friendship with a mysterious man with a username Fly Miami Bro Twenty Two. Meanwhile, Anna and her new boyfriend Brendan are trying. Well, Brendan is trying to add <laughs> physical elements to their relationship. Yeah. Anna's begrudgingly kind of being his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is being his. She's she accepted his ask to be his girlfriend out of just kind of the. Oh, cool. Someone wants me to be their girlfriend. Middle school. <laughs> and that's where it ends. Relationships are so... I never had a middle school boyfriend, so I, I was not cool enough. Yeah. But I just remember they were so silly. Because it was like, some kids definitely just held hands. Yeah. And then some kids were having sex. Some kids were, <laughs> were doing some very illegal things yeah. as children. <laughs> there was a girl on my bus that would, like, blow her boyfriend and get fingered on the bus, like, every day in middle school. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she brought a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> That's public uh, education. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about their screen names. <laughs> What was Anna's? I forgot Anna's. Anna's was Baby Spice 666. Oh, that's right. Because she, she just liked the number six. It's not yeah. an evil number. And, and Maya, then Maya's. she wanted hers to be Viper 911, but that was taken. So, so she the suggested with... was Diaper 911. Weird flex on Anna's part. but yeah. <laughs> I, Or I'm sorry, Maya's part. But... Diaper emergency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how when uh, Maya picks it, Anna's like, are you sh- are, are you, you sure? Type sure? emergency. Think about it. And just like that whole beginning intro of them kind of like fighting over the keyboard is so great because mm-hmm. I feel like if you ever went to a friend's house, yeah. <laughs> like that's just how computers were. Like there yeah. was just the family computer. There was the computer room. 
if you were rich, if you had mine was in the living room. A lot of people had it in the living room. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, I had a friend that I did most of my, like, computering at her house, and it was, like, in the living room, but her mom was, like, never home. Oh, that's nice. And so we just, like, played The Sims and were on MySpace and, like, Yeah, because we normally had to inter- or internet or have the computer in the living room so parents could monitor you, too. That was, yeah. like, the whole thing. Yeah, I think that for me, when I became a teen was when, like, the internet started speeding up way faster than parents could handle. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, I, like, I was on MySpace for a short period of time. Never on AIM, only on, was it Hotmail? You had the MSN Messenger. Yeah, Yeah, I used MSN Messenger for sure, but I did get an AIM Mm -hmm. at one point so I could talk to a boy. (laughs) Because he was only on AIM at that point? He was. <laughs> that seems like a red flag. Well, he was older than me. Um. But I I got the, I had the username Shut Up Kelly. And I, <laughs> That's I, pretty cool. It was so unhinged of me, though, because I literally was like, what? I remember being on his Facebook and being like, what social media does, or like MS Chattings. It was on Facebook. And it said and he, he still had, had AIM. And I was like, 10-4. And I made an <laughs> AIM. Got on there, added him, and then just immediately was like, hey, I'm friends with your brother. Oh, my God. That's something only an 18-year-old girl would do. Both of you, him having an aim in the day of Facebook is unwell. And you doing that is unwell. unwell. (laughs) And that's being a teenager. (laughs) And that's on that. And then we, like, I think we met, like, two days later. (laughs) And then Um, I was like, oh, you're, like, 5'2"? Shit, I gotta go. God. Is that taller than you at all? Just barely, barely, right? My sister warned me. She's like, he's short. I saw him in the grocery store. He's short. And I was like, he can't be that short. He can't be that short. And then I was like, (laughs) oop. But, you know, it is funny because I I had a friend who had, I got a computer in middle school, but I had a friend who had one before me. So she she had an internet boyfriend, kind of like the Maya thing where she met him in like a chat room, ASL. Good for her. Um, (laughs) Like, I guess. Maybe. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) He was probably like 26. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So... Maya gets her little her little aim boyfriend, Fly Miami Bro twenty two, and uh, she quickly falls in love within like, you know, f- well probably an hour. It's just <laughs> she's decided they just make it they just do it so well because it is mm-hmm. exactly how teenagers are. It's so yeah. fast, it's so intense. It's just like you're hot. Oh my god, that's so hot. Sand dudes are hot. Like everything's <laughs> just hot. And I and I love the way that they kind of represent how real these things become for teenagers yes. because like she finds a picture, she literally googles Miami gym plus plus <laughs> computer and, or gym rap plus computer and just find, like a picture of a man the pops pop up man. yeah and she's like oh this is him he's hot and he like she imagines that he's like come to real life and he's standing in front of her and they're actually talking in person and yeah. this is like i think that's just a really like great representation of like the delusion of being a teenager and how real these things feel yeah in the like intense projection Mm because there is that like desperation to want to be like liked and approved and like you know maya also like in context of the show you know she's called yugis for her grade which is like definitely ouch like that means ugliest girl girl in in school school. for anyone that doesn't know which is really mean that's pretty brutal first day of junior which is insane because she's like not even ugly but you know, it's just like, awkward. she's awkward. And she just so happened to cut her hair the night before and her mom had to turn it into a bowl cut. Did she though? 
She did, did she though? She didn't. She did it. She it did was it. almost like punishment for cutting <laughs> for her. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I will say I I too used to cut my hair. Mm-hmm. And one time I let my friend cut it and she fucked it up. <laughs> and her mom had to salvage it and I had Ugh. to get like a pixie and oh my it was gosh. It was rough. I'm interested to see what you look like with um, the pixie cut. I cried every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> every day. Because my hair's just so thick. So yeah. it was like poofy as shit. Yeah. Ugh, I geez. mean, I had Maya's hair I basically had, though, like in middle school. Ugh. Because. That's rough. I didn't know how to straighten my hair properly. R.I.P. <laughs> I just remember one time I like I had bangs when I was like little. And mm-hmm. I said to my mom, I was like, I don't want bangs anymore. What if I just cut them up on my hairline? And she explained to me how traumatic that would be. And since then, I was like, I better not cut my own hair. <laughs> like, I had a friend in middle school that would shave like ugh. this little, like, because she'd get little baby hairs kind of like this. And she'd shave this little patch. And I remember one time I was like, Tiffany, what are you doing? And she's like, I don't like this little patch of hair. And I was like, girl. You're, you're making it a worse looks patch. Worse. <laughs> like... I don't know uh, much, but I know that looks bad, Tiffany. Teenagers. Anyway, so again, they're stupid. <laughs> they're stupid, and that's why they act this way. So in Maya's impulsiveness of falling in love with mm-hmm. Fly Miami Bro 22, yeah, uh, she wants to meet him. She wants to send him a picture first. First. And she <laughs> the has, photo shoot's great. Yeah, she has Anna take a bunch of photos of her in her little training bra she that she stuffed too. with toilet paper. Oh, and man. the best picture that they could come out with was just a picture of her hand. Well, Anna was being a really good friend at that movie. Yeah. And That's like, why. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you look great in all these, but like, what about this one? Yeah, because she was protecting her friend <laughs> yeah, for exactly. sure. Because it's like, you don't need to be sending adult men probably pictures of you in yeah. a bra. Anna has that like healthy dose of fear that I feel like every friend group of girls and like as teenagers needs to have. I think I was that friend in my friend group. I was like a pretty fearful kid and I was just like, well, you know. I don't know. They both have their moments though because when Anna's doing the modeling thing, Maya's the one that panics and is like, you know what, we need to get out of here. So I think more what it is is it's like, what I like about the show is they have these moments of maturity where yeah. they kind of like it's beyond their full comprehension yeah. at their age. But like Anna's aware that it's not a good idea for Maya to be like mm-hmm. uploading half it's you always know, topless photos of herself. Yeah. It's like usually one of them is listening to their gut. Yeah. And that's and it's it's just such a special friendship to see. Mm-hmm. And also to have like I know, like, in the show, they go through, like, this ebb and flow of their friendship a little bit, but it's kind of, like, having that trust in your friend's gut mm-hmm. and listening to them, whereas, like, I feel like I've been in most times when I'm, like, my gut's telling me this is a bad idea. I'm known as being, a, like, the wet blanket or a yeah. bummer friend, and I'm just, like, sorry I'm keeping you alive. Sorry I'm trying not Literally, to Literally, when they went off to college, they all almost got killed at one point. So <laughs> I'm, like, that's, that's what you get. You know, it is good. Oh. oh, pause. Pause. What's the deal? Um, <laughs> like, I mean, but trusting your gut is really important, though, because this, real quick... When my sister was in middle school, her friend had an internet boyfriend, and mm. she would talk to him on the phone, and my she told my sister, and my sister was like, I don't know about this. I don't think you so do she that. told, I, I, I don't know if she told me first, but I did tell her. I was like, oh, yeah, you should probably just tell your friend's mom, like, because, you know, that 
could be dangerous. Yeah. And she did, and it turned out the guy was a registered sex offender. Ugh, yeah, oh so God. it, like, and he had their phone number and address. So, it, you know, it is this kind of weird thing where it's, like, they're in this niche part of the internet where it's so 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 new that you don't really comprehend and being so young Mm -hmm. you don't really comprehend the dangers and like I'd imagine it was really different from someone that grew up in like Gen Z because like their parents would have had more knowledge of like how definitely yeah like how many how many predators there are and just how computers work in general yeah because like I remember like being a kid and it's like you know it uploads and you click on something and it's like you'll get like you'd get like 50 porn pop-up ads Mm -hmm. and it didn't matter what website you were going on so it's just like this was stuff like that we had to just kind of navigate through as kids and parents didn't really know yeah and then the internet just got so big so fast Mm -hmm. and changed so fast you know it's just like it was kind of like a playground for predators, honestly. Oh, so it's for like sure. the fact that Anna had a little bit of instinct that like this isn't a good idea to like send a picture of yourself without a shirt is very mature in that moment. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, you're totally right. It's like part of being a, a girl, a young girl or young kid at this time, especially like age period, mm-hmm. you kind of have to rely on your friends to help you navigate life because you like no one knows it's the blind leading the blind but (laughs) but it's like but I think what they're showing is that when the emotions are involved like so for for Maya she is so overwhelmed by how she's feeling about fly Miami bro that like she's not able to think logically about it and it it checks her yeah and it really and it's the same thing for like Anna when she's like you know excited about the modeling and stuff like that she's just like tunnel vision on that and I think that that's it's one of those things that's like the show is so cringy and uncomfortable and absurd and all these things, but it captures the cringe and discomfort and absurdity of being a young teenager. Yeah, and it does it really well, and it does also have its moments that are very like sweet. Like, oh yeah, the show's very yeah, definitely like into the like second and third season. It just like as they kind of grow up a little bit, like the story kind mm-hmm. of grows with them and and ebbs and flows with like you know hilariously cringy moments and also like very sweet and also heartbreaking moments yeah. and stuff. So. I can't believe though that we're criminal right now because he didn't even mention Brendan's like away message. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Anna's Anna's little boyfriend. Oh, so Anna's sec. dating this little sickly looking he boy. Looks so unwell. Brendan. <laughs> Why is he gray? He is gray. <laughs> yeah, he plays, I can't remember what, he's a little spooky kid in some movie too. So he just mm-hmm. looks like a little spooky kid, but yeah. he he asked Anna out and she begrudgingly kind of said yes, which is that weird like yeah you would date anyone kind of. We've age all group. been there for real. Yeah, like I asked a guy out and I didn't even know him. Yeah, he said no. I remember there was <laughs> this guy that asked me out a bunch and I kept saying no, and then uh, I got lonely so then I was just like yeah like let's go out and then as soon as he was like all about it again I was like no never never mind <laughs> so Katie out here just like toying toying with their hearts did it a couple did that a couple times but I think it's also <laughs> that weird like awkward middle schooler thing where it's like you don't even really know like what dating yeah. entails because exactly. it's not like you can actually date no it's like I mean, mo- the normal ones were just holding hands. Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't be more than... It shouldn't be it more shouldn't than that. It shouldn't be Listen. more than that. <laughs> Kiddos. 
But yeah. But so, so like little Brendan is so sweet. He is so sweet. And that's really kind of his sweet, problem yeah. is he's so sweet. He reminds, it's so funny because he reminds me of like who George is now. <laughs> like, he do, like he does things for Maya mm-hmm. that George would do for my friends. Like go buy yourself a Mountain Dew to feel better. What did we say? It's like Brendan's the boyfriend you want at 30. Yes. Not abs- the boyfriend you want at 13. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's well, the boyfriend that would make you feel like secure. And a little less gray though. Ideally, a little by the less time you're 30. gray. Yeah. So sweet little Brendan has this little away message of uh, Mark McGrath's lyrics. <laughs> Put your arms around me, baby. Which uh, I just love. I love that. That's, that's, so that's a great. That's a great song. It's a so, pop. Yeah. At some point, he tries when when Maya. So we're gonna jump a little bit ahead. Mm-hmm. So they post. They sent the sexy photo of her hand. <laughs> that was and it was by. so hot. And then Maya decides she has to meet, has to meet Fly him. Miami, bro. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is, like, a funny little scene because, like, they're talking about it at their lunch table and, like, all, you know, the boy, the guy, their guy friends are, like, he could just be some, like, creep living in his mom's. So it's funny because it's, like, we did have this awareness of, like, anonymity online. Anybody could be who they are. So we, like, were. Because I remembered that in chat rooms. Like, you know, they could be lying. But when I was that age, I would go into chat rooms on this website called girl, G-U-R-L.com, mm. and it was only allowed for girls. Yeah. So doesn't mean it was only <laughs> yeah, girls, yeah, yeah. but if you did out yourself as a man, you would get attacked. Sw- attacked. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, get out of here. I love that. That's but cool. it, it it does create that thing where it's like, even if you go into rooms intended for kids, like it's still really not a safe environment. Yeah, there's no way to really police it. And, no. Uh, so it's like... It is cool to see that, like, all of their friends are, like, you know, th- th- it comes off like they're ragging on her. Yeah. But all in all, they are looking out for her yeah. and stuff. And this but... is pre-Catch a Predator. Yeah. That's so, pretty impressive. So, yeah. I mean, um, and I mean, I think we all, I think we all, if you, if you, like, existed in the early 2000s and your friends were old enough to have internet relationships, like, I think everyone had one friend with, like, an internet boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And I think all of us side-eyed it. Like, it was, like... Yeah. Because that's the thing is it's, like, how how do you say this delicately mm-hmm. with tact? You don't have tact at 13. Yeah. No, you don't. And your friends just take everything as an attack. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's, like, like I my friend that, you know, I would go over to her house and we'd be, like, on MySpace and stuff and in her com- computer room slash living room. <laughs> uh, she was, like, more internet savvy than I was when it came to, like, social media and stuff. And she she was the one that always had, like, internet boyfriends and stuff like that. And so I was just kind of like, wow, okay, that's cool or whatever. But then I remember one time um, she made me mad. And so some other friends and I prank called her pretending that we saw her internet boyfriend. And she was just like lost her shit and I was like oh so she's never actually met him and like and it was like her reality could be like altered just the tiniest bit by a prank call and stuff but the internet yeah that's the internet and that's uh being in uh junior high there was a cool girl in my high school that uh said she was dating Sunny Moore who's Sunny Moore again uh oh my god sorry Skrillex Ugh. <laughs> from first to last Very when cool. i was in high school oh this friend the same friend well she wasn't my friend okay uh, oh let wait. me clarify <laughs> <laughs> this girl wasn't my friend but she claimed she was dating sunny Moore on facebook mm-hmm. and i remember all of us being like girl that's not really him. it can't be him yeah this same friend of mine god i hope she doesn't listen to this podcast um, <laughs> she once girl. said that her friend was friends with brendan yuri from panic at the disco and she gave him her phone number and they were texting okay sure they are <laughs> it's like you're 14 he's 22 let's stop 
Okay, so <laughs> so I I was big internet girl. I was very internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. very internet. And so I had, so when I had this MSN situation where I messaged some guy that was friends with my friend, and then I don't know how, but I somehow told him where I was working. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is just how stupid we were. Yeah. And then, so I was working at Cold Stone at the time. And he came into my work Mm -mm. and did not say hi to me. So he came into my work, saw me working, and didn't say anything, and then left, and then messaged me on MSN Messenger that that he had seen me. And I was like, where did you see me? And, like, granted, where I grew up is small town, so it's, like, wouldn't, like... It's not unheard of. It wasn't unusual for me to be walking around downtown and hear someone say my Facebook name. Nice. Kelly Soros Rex. <laughs> like, hey, Kelly Soros Rex. Like, I was identified like that. Yeah. And you're so, like putting down your, your hood and your uh, giant oversized sunglasses. Yes, I was. Saying, no pictures. No pictures. No, pictures. no paparazzi. <laughs> so he tells me this and it immediately, like, panic. Like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Ugh, that's so uncomfortable. And so I, like, obviously blocked that person. But this is how stupid we were, though, yeah. too, is it's like, I will say, luckily, at this, at least this boy was my age Mm because he just went to the other high school. But it's still like fucking insane. Yeah. Why the fuck did he do that? Yeah. (laughs) Teenagers are unwell. (laughs) That is why. Don't come into someone's work and just be like, "Hey, it's you at work." (laughs) Like at least say hi. Exactly. Yeah. So So it's it's all just. This is why you shouldn't meet people online. But I did it like eighty-five times. Yeah. Do as we say, not as we did. Yeah. Well, I was stupider. Exactly. Hindsight's twenty twenty. So just like stupid Maya, she mm-hmm. really wants to meet Fly Miami bro. Mm-hmm. So despite all her friends trying to talk and, and I love Anna again, it's like, <laughs> don't you think you might be a little upset that he sees that you're a thirteen year old, basically? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I can't stand him up. I wouldn't do that to yeah. him. <laughs> But then I love that Anna says that, like, we should bring some, like, backup security. We should ask Brendan to go, you know, the little gray child. And so the three of them go to a bowling alley together to meet Fly Miami Bro. And Maya's there in a very, like, shoulder padded uh, blazer. Clearly. Clearly from her mom's From the 80s. (laughs) And, uh, you know, they're, they're there for a while. No one comes up that looks like a Fly Miami Bro. And uh, so Maya makes eye contact with every man she can in the bowling alley. Well, doesn't Brendan point out that she, he might not look like he said too? Like, or yeah, one of them? I think Anna. Anna. I think she's Anna like, does, did you yeah. think, or d- is it possible that maybe he doesn't look like he said? And then Maya's mm-hmm. like, oh. And so then she's like, yeah, holding eye contact with any man any in the room. Most of them middle aged and creepy looking, terrible looking. But she's creeping them out because <laughs> she's staring at, holding eye contact with them, and looks interested in every. I like how the third band's just like, no. Like, just, <laughs> shaking, just shaking his head. His like, head, he like, looks so angry. Stop, stop. And I really want to think about, like, what would I do if some 13-year-old was trying to hold eye contact with me and, like, smile? I'd be like, do I need yeah. to call the CPS or something? If it was, like, a little boy, if a little boy, if it was a teenage boy, I'd be like, stop. <laughs> but if it was intimidated, but if it was a teenage girl, I'd be like, "Do you think I'm cool? Yeah. Do you think I'm pretty? <laughs> Do you think I'm pretty? Do you like Do you think my I'm hair? Cool? Is my shirt cool? <laughs> Am I cool? Because I remember getting a compliment on my Doc Martens from a th- it was like I was wearing a Bulbasaur T-shirt and my Doc Martens, and this like 13 year old girl was like, "Cool shirt, cool boots," and I was like, oh. 
Yeah, nothing's cooler than a teenage Thank girl you. saying you're cool because they're scary. It was, and she said it so scary, but yeah. it was like the best I've ever felt. She's about like, this is a compliment, myself. begrudgingly. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and I was just like, <laughs> speechless. Um, so unsuccessfully locking eyes with all of her potu- mm-hmm. potential fly Miami bros, realizing that she has been stood up. Yeah, and she asks like. What if he came in and saw me and thought I was ugly, so he left? Which I think Ugh. is, like, something we've all gone through. Yeah, for sure. It's, and that's the thing that the show does so well is it combines, like, these insanely cringy and uncomfortable moments with those, like, heartbreakingly relatable moments. Oh, yeah. Every girl's been stood up, stood yeah. up at some point, And it sucks. So it's, like, not every girl may be as, like, delusionally crazy no. as Maya. But, like, I think we can all relate to, like her feelings when she feels like rejected and stuff which I think that like because of how her character is like she definitely gets into a place of rejection more often than probably even Maya and or than Anna and so I think that what I like about Maya's character is that they're able to take her there they Mm -hmm. take her into like the the more absurd places but they also take her into the more like difficult and like kind of heartbreaking places I think well and I was gonna say that too because Anna Anna's awkward too, but she still has it a little bit easier than Maya. And she's also like on the cusp always throughout right. the show. Right, because she's like tall and thin and, and blonde. blonde. Yeah, exactly. And Maya's like mixed mm-hmm. and she has a bad haircut yeah. and she is so much more like overtly weird. Yeah. And like they're both clearly insecure like any Anyone teenager is, yeah. is, but Anna does have it. Like Anna does get a boyfriend really quick. And I totally yeah. like, I think that's why... I love both characters mm-hmm. so much, yes. like, so much. But for me, I relate more to Maya's character because that was a lot. Mm-hmm. I wasn't as insane about <laughs> boys. Like, I wasn't putting my hair in their fucking lockers and shit. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like, I know there's people that have done that. I, maybe it's just tough for me because I'm like, I was pretty boy crazy, but I wasn't, like, that's boy insane. No, like, I think that there's, like, there's boy crazy and then there's actual crazy. And then when it links up. I mean, I have a girl named Hannah that I went to school with. (laughs) Yeah, so Maya's kind of like, she's way more extreme, but I mean, like, I barked at people on the bus in sixth grade, so I was definitely, like, fucking weird. (laughs) I was definitely a weirdo, but yeah, I I don't think I, I kept my obsessions with boys pretty, like, close to the chest. Yeah. You know, I didn't really, like. I asked out everyone. I was like, I was like, (laughs) I was just like, someone's got a bite. Someone's got a bite. And everyone's just like, let me down. I think I just bullied anyone that I did like, so. I didn't really become a bully till, like, high school. Mm, And I was only, like, bullied to people that were dicks. Like, let's clarify. I didn't, like, run around bullying people. I bullied guys that I liked uh, from, like, probably second grade. Is that not? That's how I got George. I thought that's That's how I got George. Yeah, no, that's definitely working. Being mean to boys. It's worked out for me. (laughs) Men love it. Men do love it. (laughs) They're idiots. I have a weird story about that, but I'll tell that off the air. (laughs) So it's just, you know, it's it's a good show in that it's so crazy and absurd, but it'll also take you into those like very sweet, relatable moments. Well, in like every episode. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that. That's I was better. just going to say, like, every episode will take you through a few yeah. emotions. Like, it'll definitely be cringy, like, painful cringy mm-hmm. sometimes, for sure. The yeah. thong episode is very oh painful cringy. Was it even, like, <laughs> the third episode, Oji-chan, <laughs> when Maya discovers masturbation? <laughs> That's definitely one of, like, the cringiest pieces of television I've ever seen. But it's also one of the funniest things it's I've also, ever seen. It's also, like, also 
they're so brave. I know. <laughs> they're so brave for tackling like that that topic, that topic yeah. because we did not no, you can't talk, talk about, about masturbation that. as a no. middle school girl. You weren't allowed to masturbate. No. And we all absolutely did it. We just didn't know. <laughs> no one talked about it. Because <laughs> everyone's just like rubbing on everything. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> exactly. They'll go to the depths of real life. But I feel like only a cringe comedy show really can. Yeah. Because I feel like if they were to, like, talk about these things in, like, a more serious way, it would be, like, too uncomfortable and too, like, too close to home that you wouldn't be able to, like, broach the subject. Well, like I was saying, too, earlier, like, when we were watching it, like, Degrassi has has an Mm. episode where Emma talks to a guy. It was actually filmed in the 2000s, talking Mm -hmm. to a guy online, and then she goes up and meets with him, and she's almost sexually assaulted. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, a really scary episode. And that's honestly probably why we knew about it was... That's how I knew. Yeah, that's probably (laughs) how a lot of teenagers learned about it was through shows like like that. like, Degrassi. So, Degrassi, though, is that serious show that, like, can go there. Like, with Pen15, it's like they will grace those subject Mm -hmm. matters, but they still make it, like, fun. Yeah, exactly. it definitely would have been, like, the fact that it's ultimately just Sam who's Fly Fly Miami Bro, Mm -hmm. and it's just because Sam has a huge crush on Maya and he doesn't know how to tell her, basically. They both have a crush on each other, but they're just like... Maya's in deep denial about it. Which is so ridiculous, because he's adorable. (laughs) I don't know what her problem is. He's just a Who's the guy that she likes? Uh, It's not Alex. No, I don't remember Is it Brandon? No, that was a... It's a Ryan. Yeah, he's a Ryan. I think he might as well be called Ryan. Yeah, but like he's such a little twerk. Yeah. I'm like, at least Sam's He's one of the people that calls her Eugis. I know, but that's the thing. We liked the mean ones. We liked the mean ones. (laughs) That's why why Anna eventually breaks up with Brandon. I know. I I need a boy who calls me ugly every day. (laughs) (laughs) He needs to keep me in check until I turn 30 and I respect myself. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. If you guys have not checked out Pen15, I definitely recommend this show. Yeah, can't recommend enough. Two seasons, the episodes are short, man, and they're just so good. And the AIM one just is so nostalgic with the yeah. dial up in the beginning and just... And I think it would be good to, for us to, like, do a mini-sode on one of the, like, season two episodes, mm-hmm. too. Because, like, they, again, like, they are still, like, extremely funny, but they get a lot deeper and oh, more yeah. real and go into, like... Like, yes, AIM, the AIM episode covers, like, the possibility of what could happen if things go wrong, Mm -hmm. whereas, like, in season two, we actually do see more of what does happen when things go wrong. Yeah. And kind of, like, how how they cope with it. That is both, I think, like, it's very, like, heartbreaking to see young girls go through it, but at the same time, I think it's very healing as a woman to see how these two best friends come out together with it. And it's just, like... It's just such a good representation of girlhood yes. and like the complex complexities of being a like a t- young teenager who's not anywhere near being a woman mm-hmm. yet, but has that motivation. But like Maya does start her period in the show, and like yeah. you know that is technically the mark of fem- like womanhood, yeah. but it's not. It's not. No. <laughs> um, and just like yeah, this whole dynamic of the show is just like I don't know, kind of the way like to without our friends like we wouldn't survive it kind yeah, of absolutely like because they are each other's like yeah. even when they ultimate because you know they get in fights and stuff which is very teenage very, very girl. girlhood <laughs> <laughs> um like they still at the end of the day it's like yeah 
not to give too much weight but when they're talking about like their futures Mm -hmm. like yeah like you know and that is the tough thing about being like an adult is it's like you know you don't like there are days where I sit there and I go man I really wish like miss being a teenager and like Mm -hmm. seeing my little sister every day and like going into her bedroom and farting in it and like (laughs) running out and shutting the door and like ruining her life and like yelling at my parents or whatever no I didn't yell at my parents they were yelling at me (laughs) like take me back take me back (laughs) take me back to when I didn't pay bills exactly that's that's the simplicity of that and yeah that's like the show is nostalgic but also very like you know, relatable, I feel like for any girl or woman or going through any phase of their life can relate to like some, some part of this show. And then if you're not a woman, it's just fucking funny. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's so cringy. And it'll also help you like to understand more of what like your, your, you know, your wife, your girlfriend, your sister, your female friend, like whoever like went through. Yeah. The complexities of girlhood. Exactly. Because it (laughs) does it very well. Yeah, Yeah, it does. So. All right. Thanks so much for joining us yeah, well, on our mini-sode two. Hope you come back for mini-sode three. We don't know what it'll be about yet. We kind of figure it out on the fly, but yeah, we get exactly. here. We get yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> All right, but until then, watch, watch out. Watching Out Loud is recorded, edited, and produced by Kelly Appel, Katie Sarasset, and George Sarasset. All celebrity gossip is alleged, and any sources referenced can be found in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Watching Out Loud Pod to stay up to date with episodes and all content. And if you would like to request any films or just reach out, you can also contact us at watchingoutloudpod at gmail.com. Until next time, watch, watch out. out. <laughs>